the one what I'm actually like pretty intrigued by is the fact that like Dallas made some really interesting signings. Yeah. So they got Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry together. Yeah. And that team was what they took St. Louis to seven games. So they're a cup contender, and with those two extra pieces, even more cup contender. Episode 40, everybody. It's the Henrik Zetterberg edition. We're back after uh, an extended uh, absence since the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. It's a Stanley Cup final hangover, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's a Stanley Cup final hangover. It's an NHL draft hangover. It's a free agency hangover. Just hangovers Just a everywhere. general hangover. Yeah. yeah, a lot yeah of it's hangover. summertime. It's summer, so they've been drinking lots of beers. Mm-hmm. You're not a beer drinker, though. Not at all. I actually hate beer. Yeah, you hate beer. You're, um... I'm a liquor type of... You're a liquor type. liquor. Yeah, but what's your go-to drink again? Oh, whiskey. Whiskey, but it... Whiskey whiskey ginger. Whiskey ginger. Yeah. And there's something else that I feel like you always get. Oh, yeah? Something else that you That's kind of like my main these days. Yeah, these days. What did it used to be before? I don't know. I've gone through, like, eras of drinking. Yeah. It all started with peach schnapps. Peach schnapps. That's what that it was. That was the very first one. That was though. the beginning. That was the very first one. Yeah, back when we all still lived in the West Island. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was even actually telling a, a story about this, because uh, I, I went to <laughs> I went to a bar with some friends uh, from work the other night, and I was saying like, yeah, like the first thing I used to drink was was peach schnapps. Yeah. I remember a time where um, it was you, me, Trevor. I was gonna say Trevor, and our friend Nick. Yeah. And we had just been drinking, and we just <laughs> took the bus to. Uh, I know. McKibbins. I remember this night. Yeah, I remember. But this oh my! Night. I don't know about you guys, but I was so so trashed. And what? What? We were probably like what? 18, 19? Um, twenty maybe. A no, bit older. 18. Yeah, twenty twenty one. I think because I remember that winter there were two nights where you, me, Nick, and Trevor, we both are all all four of us kind of we. Uh, I think there was one night we went to a Habs game together, and then came to the West and went to McKibben's. Mm-hmm. There was one night where we went to Manoir and ate and watched the Habs game and then walked over to McKibben's and I remember both nights we like uh, we both uh, we all got kind of uh, buzzed I guess you were hammered I was I was no I was sufficiently buzzed I was sufficiently drunk yeah but yeah you did have a peach schnapps uh, era yeah yeah and then uh I remember yeah when we were young uh and we used to go to the SAQ you used to buy peach schnapps and Trevor was like (laughs) Trevor used to like laugh with you a little bit at that (laughs) yeah I remember Trevor always finding it amusing it is amusing to yeah, be fair. Yeah, but yeah, this was it was it, this was like close to like ten years ago. I'm pretty yeah, sure. it was a long time ago. I mean, we're this is 2019, so yeah. I, and I remember those those days. According to Facebook, 2008. Fun in the summer, 2008. Yeah. This is the podcast. We're just looking at old pictures yeah, of ourselves. Just, yeah, just like old photos of <laughs> us with the boys. That and, was Scott's basement. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. had the funnest house because he had he had a pool. His basement had a, uh, a pool pong table, table, ping pong table. Yeah. He video would, games. His place was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now he's. He's uh he's dead. Well, he's not dead. His social life. Is... He, his social life is dead. He has he has a family, he two has kids, two kids, a wife, a wife, career. a career. Yeah. yeah. So like he a know, house. Yeah. So he he's he's actually he's actually more alive than we are. Really, yeah. If no. You think he's, about it. He was winning at life like five years ago. Yeah. So yo yo shout out to Scott. Yo shout out to Scott. Shout Welcome out to, to the Scott, Scott Freezing edition yo, of the, the episode Friesen. of the podcast. Yeah. The Scott <laughs> was, Pod. Yeah. Uh, the Scott Pod. He he yeah. Scott, Scott Friesen, good guy. Yeah, great guy. Uh, Henrik Zetterberg, other notable number forties: Patrick yes. Laine. Oh wait, Patrick Lalime. Yeah, Lalime. Lalime. Patrick Lalime. Alex Tange. Sounds like a basketball player. Oh, what a block by Lalime. Lalime. I feel like I feel like that's a drink. Lalime. I'll have one Lalime. Yeah, can you make sure to put some extra Lalime on there? Yeah, it's good. It works. Yeah. Number 40? Yeah, of course. That sounds like a terrible drink. Yeah. Tukarask. Kind of a Tukarask. Jesus. Dude. The guy Weirdo. that spits, the bartender spits in there. <laughs> that's how he cleans the, the glass that's, before that's he That's called it a Tukarask. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... Don't ask for a Tim Thomas, though. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, basically, you, you slip on a puck... You you fall, oh, you, fall you fall on the glass yeah and then you say a bunch of you know right wing conspiracies at, at right. the, the person it's part of drink. it's like a show you order yeah. that you get your drink and the the waiter has to slip and fall and 
utter right wing conspiracies yeah. at you. A lot of pageantry at this this bar <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I I'm gonna Tim and I were just talking before the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna go to this really cool speakeasy, Tim. I'm I'm calling it. Actually, I'm not calling it. It's called Clandestino. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm, I'm calling it Clandestino because it's called Clandestino. Yeah, because it's called Clandestino. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think you're going to like it. It's I won't say anything. I won't say anything, but I think you're going to really like the vibe. It's All I'll say is it's kind of like a like a Moroccan lounge. All right. I mean, I'm... I'm into the Moroccan scene. Yo, I like I like Moroccans. Yo, I like a good lounge. Yeah, lounges Yo, I like are good. Moroccans. Moroccans, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely... I'm excited. I can't wait to do it. Yeah, so Tim and I, for honestly, not even exaggerating, for five summers, this is the fifth summer, we've been yeah. planning on going to a, like a rooftop terrace. And actually, <clears throat> at first it was just like a, a patio. I was just thinking like, let's grab a beer outside yeah, or something. We've, we've upped it. Yeah, we've literally upped it to a rooftop terrace, like the the top of a building, beers, all that stuff, all the fun stuff. And um, listen, it's July 9th right now. We mm-hmm. have two good months of summer left. Yeah. We have to make it happen. Time. Yeah. It has have to happen. To. Absolutely. This is what we said five years ago. And yeah, then four we, years we're, ago. We're just doing three... lip service at this point. Yeah. 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 I mean. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's going to happen. But there's, uh, we could always celebrate the fact that the Bruins did not win the Stanley Cup. Ugh. And who did win? Yo, the fucking St. Louis Blues St. are St. Louis champions. Blues. Their first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Yeah. They've been around since 67. Yeah. Uh, one of the first, uh, you know, expansion teams ever yeah. to come into the league. So, really nice to see a team that's been in the league for so long, has so much history, to finally have a Stanley Cup under yeah. the belt. Yeah, and I mean, they were, everybody knows the story, but they were in last place in january yeah and managed to climb their way back not only into the playoff picture but to be one of the top three seeds in their division not a wild they almost won their division yeah and and uh went all the way they took down along the way dallas they took down winnipeg uh, Winnipeg. they took down san jose uh, Jose that's they had the hardest road of like any team that those were they they were facing nothing but like that was like uh murderer's row basically yeah and you know what just to paint with broad strokes again i like how um, you know, when the Bruins won the Cup in 2011, everyone was saying that people that that teams have to be big and heavy. You know, the focus wasn't on speed and skill; it was on uh, I don't want to say grit, but it was on size and toughness. You know, mm-hmm. um, and in the years since, like 2013, when the Hawks won, and 20 uh, every every year the, the Kings won, it was kind of the the talk was back to having like a big heavy team. But I'd say more so from 2015 onwards. There's it's always like emphasis on speed and skill yeah you know and stature isn't very important you can be 510 and it's not as important these days i think there's still like a factor for it in the playoffs where it really means a lot yeah so i, th- I think like size and skill is really what what wins these days yeah well and the bruins my my whole point is that the bruins kind of brought back the whole uh you need some size you need a heavy team you know in the sense that these were two big teams going at it and at the yeah. end of the day you know the heavier team i guess kind of won. maybe you can say like st louis had a big team they weren't all wrecking balls but they they had a skillful team yeah um but again they were big so all that to say i don't know where do you think it's going to go uh in the next let's say four or five years will team place a lot of emphasis on speed and skill and, i think it's the only way for it to go and ignore size the way they've been you doing the last you can't four ignore, ignore not size, ignore though. size but, but let's say but to put it on the, like the back burner in a sense yeah um I, I, I think skill is obviously going to be the number one thing. Always. It's always uh, going to be, yeah. Size and skill is like secondary. It's always about skill, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing that kind of goes against our argument, because I'm in the same boat as you. I think yeah. that skill and speed is probably, well, skill obviously the most important, but I'm still um, a believer that skill and speed are what teams are looking for the yeah, most. Yeah, I, th- I think it's we're gonna like continue in that direction. Yeah, uh, size of the players is gonna like matter a little less and less as we go along. In terms of how big a player is, or in yeah, terms, in terms of, of how, how small a player in terms is. Of, I think both, honestly, both. Yeah, well, I, like you're gonna see more uh, smaller players be be welcomed into the league and succeed in the league as well. Because and it's happened. It's already happened. You it, know? It's, it's already happened. But I feel like to bring it and yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're just going to keep seeing more and more of that. Well, to go against our argument, yes. uh, Cole Caulfield, right? The kid that I remember talking about him. He was one of my studs uh, a few months ago. Um, the kid had 72 goals in 67 games at the U.S. National Development Team Program. And 
that's a record that like he beat Phil Kessel's goal scoring record. He beat uh, Austin Matthews' goal scoring record. Patrick Kane as well. Patrick Kane. The kid is only five foot seven and soaking wet, probably one hundred and seventy pounds. Soaking wet, he's actually five nine. Soaking wet, he's, <laughs> yeah. when he dries, he shrinks. Yeah, he's like yeah. a tree. He's like a plant. He really he gets is. bigger when he's when he's soaked. Yeah. Um, he so I mean to go against our argument, he slid in the draft. People slotted him as a top ten talent, and he slid down to fifteen and went to the Montreal Canadiens. What does that say? Like, is that teams just shying away from size and just thinking it's a bit of a gamble, and not wanting to waste a, like a a top ten pick on a guy who might not work out in the like? League? I can understand the apprehension towards taking someone who's five seven, but I think yeah. the apprehension kind of has to like it's it's like a taboo type of thing. Yeah, it's like a stigma in a sense. I mean, look at Johnny Goudreau, right? Like yeah. teams not was he not like a top five player, like overall player, like one hundred percent, you know? I mean, he's five seven. He, there, he was. No, I'm taller than him. He, you are. You're towering over him. Yeah, At five like nine squeak. Five nine? Yeah. Ten? Five eight. <laughs> Five eight. Wow, one inch. Yeah. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. Six soaking four. Wet, I'm si- yeah, I'm six two. I don't know. Okay, okay. Know. Okay. Depends how much uh, water right. there is, you know? Tim's a plant. Tim's one of those, like, remember those things you used to buy at the dollar store where you'd soak it and, like, the dinosaur yeah. would get bigger? That's just Tim. Put me in your garden there. And then day. you just flush it down the drain or oh, whatever. Well, you don't need to do that part. No, definitely fun. don't need to do it. Do no, remember no the flushing. Simpsons? No flushing's fine. Do you remember in The Simpsons when Bart had like a pack of those? Yeah, yeah, the dinosaur. And his imagination is like come to life and scare the hell out of Lisa. And yeah, really just be just like, like chomping on her, like all sopping. And yeah. then he and just sprays it with the hose. It just like it goes in the sewer. Yeah, it goes down the sewer. That's exactly where my joke came from. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, speaking of sewers. Oh, okay. No, I got no segue. Oh man, I was really hoping for I just love here. when people segue like that. Speaking of. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the next thing. No, we got nothing. No, there's nothing. Here. Uh, how was the draft? Did you watch the draft? Uh, I watched. Uh, Coming I back wa- to the draft. I, I watched day two actually. I didn't watch oh. the. the first oh, that's day. true. We watched it together. Yeah. Well, we, we watched it together, but not really. Yeah, we watched. We the actually first, were like, not together at all. We we were just on the no. phone. Well, we're yeah. On the phone. No, but we watched like the first like seven picks. Yeah, we should. We really should have been recording while we were doing that. Yeah, I was folding my laundry. Yeah. At the same time. Such a Gandhi thing. Such a Gandhi thing to fold his laundry. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was it was cool. I mean... Um, By the way, we're, we're, this is Tim Gale and Raj Gandhi speaking. Oh, shit. Is it, there's the thing where we just don't we just don't say who, who we are. Well, we figure... I we mean, figure you should, you should know by now. Yeah, we've reached a certain status yeah, with this a podcast. A prestige, if you 40 know. episodes? Come on. They've had 39 chances to know they who had we are. Thir- <laughs> they've had 39 <laughs> chances. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was cool. I think... Um, so my my uh, former neighbors in the West Island, they moved away maybe two years ago. Their nephew is Raphael Lavoie. And you can actually, they, they look similar. Like the the Raphael Lavoie and my neighbor's kids, I guess they would be cousins. They, there's similarities in, uh, in the way they look. And it, it's in the genes too, because my neighbor's kid is, uh, ever since he was a, a little boy, has always had a ton of energy and is always out playing basketball or hockey or soccer or whatever. And I know now he plays football and he plays hockey. So maybe maybe my neighbor's kid will one day get drafted too. Who knows? Who knows? But that being said, Raphael Lavoie, I think, was one of the biggest drops that we saw. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I forget who ended up drafting him. Though. Edmonton. He Edmonton. waited all that long. Just to go to Edmonton. Time just to go to Edmonton. Man, poor guy. Like, ah, man. I feel yeah. like uh, the Titanic song should be playing. Does that little flute that? comes in? You know, uh, the Slim oh, song? Oh, I was thinking that, uh, I will remember no, no. you. No. That's a graduation song. Oh. You know that one? My heart will go on. My heart will go on. That's it. Yeah. That, Whose that heart one. will go on? His heart? Yeah, Gandhi. He's like, ah, anywhere but Edmonton. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Edmonton got him. Yeah. Probably, uh, actually, you know what? It reminds me of like, it reminds me of like Benoit Pouliot. Because Benoit Pouliot was also six foot four, 200 yeah. pounds, like primarily a goal scorer. Played in Edmonton. Played in Edmonton. I think he signed like a five year deal too with them. I remember. Yeah, I remember like, that dude, was. He a shock. desperate. You're desperate. Yeah, and it both was, both team, both 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 parties, yeah. the the player and the team. Both. Pouliot had. I, I remember he was coming off of one good year, I and mean, when we say good year, maybe like a twenty twenty season. Yeah. Perhaps. And he was. Uh, and he was. He was given like five years and five million, something something absurd, like something you wouldn't give a guy like Benoit Pouliot, who's had one good year you know mm-hmm. um but yeah he he dropped a lot not Benoit Pouliot but uh Raphael Lavoie 
And was uh, there anything else that you were uh, very surprised with at the draft? Yeah. Um, I think everyone was a little bit surprised with um, Detroit taking Moritz Sider. I think is his Detroit name. kept going off the board all day. Yeah, I know. Like all sorry, all weekend they were just yeah. going off the board. Like the, yeah, the, you you did, you couldn't keep up with what they were doing. And then at that point, it's like you ask them like, "What does Steve Eiserman know that no one else knows?" Yeah, that's everyone's like, "This doesn't make sense." But no. let's give Steve Eiserman the benefit of the doubt since he's and his, his scouting great at what he does. So yeah. whatever, just let him do what he does. Uh, just back to Benoit Pouliot, that amazing year he had that earned him a big salary with yeah. Edmonton. So the year, the amazing year he had was with the New York Rangers. 80 games, guess how many points he had? I don't know, that was like 45? 36. 30, so it wasn't even 2020. No, it was a 15-21, so close to yeah, 20. He's mean, never had a 2020, yeah. to be honest. Like, oh, okay. And he, yeah, a five-year deal for someone who never even got 2020. Yeah. Not a, that's not a good look. Yeah, well, he didn't even play in the NHL last season at all. Yeah, well, what's he up to? I don't guys? know what he's up to. Let's, do you Pierre, let's give him a call. Do you remember, hi, Benoit. Benoit? <laughs> do you remember Pierre Dagenet? Do you want to uh, talk about your shortcomings as a professional hockey player? He's like, oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting. Can I get paid? You going to pay me? <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> we don't get paid, man. You're not getting paid. Yeah, we don't, have, about? Uh, we don't have a sponsor. Do you, do you remember Pierre Dagenet? Hell yeah, I'm Googling him right now. Oh, man. He, oh wow! So oh my got, God! Look at him. He got drafted twice. Uh, wait, wait the what? Yeah, because if you get, if you get drafted and you don't get signed after your two-year period, you just go back to the draft. Well, you're a free agent, so you can oh. re become eligible again. And it's funny because New York, uh, New Jersey drafted him again. That's that's actually pretty. Why funny. didn't they just sign him? Yeah, just why would you wait? Uh, you know what? That's it's fine. Speaking of the Devils, though, uh, they were pretty uh, pretty busy. Oh my God! They've been very busy, actually. Uh, at the entry draft, they they traded for PK Subban from Nashville. Yeah, I mean he was rumored to be on his way out. I didn't think it would actually happen, but yeah, uh, I didn't think it would happen either. Honestly, it didn't seem like uh, it didn't seem like it was going to happen, but it, it did. And PK's on his way out, and uh, New Jersey suddenly has like an infused young, young-ish. No, I, I'd say young, an infused mm. young core with Taylor Hall. He's probably Taylor Hall is like. 26 27 like entering his prime yeah pk is uh pk PK is like uh he's still under 30 i think pk is about 30 i think he's like 28 29 he's like yeah i I think he's like our age basically yeah yeah he is because he was drafted his draft year was a year before ours actually yeah he's born in 89 so and he's still got nico uh he sure who's like 20 never say his name right and then they just got uh, uh, Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes, yeah. Who's going to be uh, potentially... He's going to be a stud. Patrick Kane, yeah, exactly. Um, it's crazy, yeah, how things worked out. But do they... I can't remember. Do they have goaltending? Not really. They, lost they still what? They still have a Corey, Corey Schneider? Schneider. yeah. But he had a horrendous, like, yeah. 16 months, 18 yeah. months. So, yeah, so New Jersey just needs to shore up the goaltending. Yeah, and I mean... And maybe the defense a little bit. Yeah, but, like... It, New Jersey's strange, right? Like they have, they should have went in on Bobrovsky. Yeah, but it's weird, right? They have these high end players. They have PK Subban, Taylor Hall, Jack Hughes, three arguably the the highest end players in their respective positions, potentially, arguably, arguably, arguably. arguably. Jack Hughes as a centerman might put up 60, 70 points. They have let's say impactful um, talent. Yes. Yeah, youthful talent. Yeah. And but then the rest are just like their supporting cast are just very like meh. You know, like ragtag, ragtag a little bit. Like, little hey, bit. New Jersey needed some players, yep. so we're here. Yeah, there, there's a lot of just bodies. Let's say. Yeah, exactly. On, on bodies. Devils. I feel like I wonder if we're forgetting anybody with the Devils right now, and and referring to them as just a body, just right. as dead weight. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think if they have anyone else. But honestly, to... though, like that, even if they if they didn't have anyone aside from like you know PK. Hughes, Hiche, Hall. That's still great. That's a still great way to start. You pronounce you pronounce the name different every time. Yeah. It, now you just went full French, like Hiche, Hiche, Hershey, Hershey. Just call him Hersh. I'm just gonna call him the Hersh. Sub Hersh. Corey Hersh. Corey Hersh. Isn't he a goalie? He was a goalie. He, a goalie? Yeah. he Corey was. Corey Hersh. Back in the day. Corey Hersh. I don't remember. I remember the name. I don't remember where he played or anything. Um. But yeah. So Detroit. Enough, I think he played with New Jersey at one point. Wow, full circle. Full circle. Also, I'm pretty sure I heard someone just enter my apartment. I really hope it's my girlfriend. Yeah, no, it is her. Yeah, hopefully it's not like a stranger. No. 
Well, yeah. how great would it be if we had a stranger join the podcast? That'd be great. Like, we're getting robbed. Yeah, and all yeah. Of a Mid-podcast. Like, mid-podcast. He sits down on the chair with us, and we like, just start talking. He's like, Your oh, thoughts man. on the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> we start to start about yeah. football. <laughs> Not even hockey. He's just like, well, yeah. you know what? I really like the Jack Hughes pick. Uh, yeah. I, I was kind of more of a Keiko guy. Kako guy. Keiko. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't say na- any names. Cowie. Cowie. Kako. Dude. Cowie. Uh... Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the Raptors in a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, what there's one that you always uh, mispronounce. Yeah, Wendell. 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 I was, I was <laughs> I even think, I was even thinking about that today. I was just like, wonder if that's somehow going to come up today. That is amazing, yeah. Wendell. Wendell Clark. It's just like, <sighs> don't mean to. It's just like. <sighs> oh yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's that's basically every week when we try to or every episode when we try to come up with a theme for. Uh, for um, stud status, mm-hmm. like that's become the theme. It's just Pretty music much. and <sighs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, no, it's worked. Totally it's, become, we, it's become its own thing. Yeah. Um. Let's. I want to talk about. So okay, there was a bunch of things that happened in the NHL over the last uh, I don't know seven eight days. Yeah. Um. Lots of things to talk about, but I want to talk about what you felt towards the Habs. Um, offer sheeting Sebastian Ajo for a very affordable eight point three million dollars. I mean, I how did you feel about that? I, I, I mean, it was. And remember, it, it was very unlikely that they would have been able to sign him, but I don't see the. I don't. I don't see uh, why not. Like, like you might as well just try it. Why not? Yeah, I get it, but it, it's like. It, and then you front load the contract for the first two years to yeah. make to make to put some pressure on Carolina, so I think, that they can't do shit all for the next yeah. two seasons. Well, I think, and I think that's what they were Montreal was banking on was the fact that, well, you know what? If you want to match this offer sheet, you're gonna have to pay him twenty one million dollars in the next twelve months. Yeah. Um, and do you have that? You're a small market team. Do you have that in you? And to be honest, if Carolina was, uh, if this was two three years ago, maybe they wouldn't have been able to afford it. But yeah. Over the last year, especially, it seems like uh, they made the playoffs too, right? Like yeah. it seems as Went if the third round, you know, they yeah. got some momentum going. They it gotta keep. They if... gotta keep Aho for. No, he's like the one guy they can't let leave. Aho, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The I whole mean, roster, he's their most important player. Yeah, and he was. Um, you know how I always say, like, I love second round picks because you find gems, legitimate gems, yeah. like Shea yeah. Weber, Patrice Bergeron, whatever. Sebastian Aho was taken thirty fifth overall, I think, in twenty fifteen. Like this kid is like. Like a brand new, fresh face, still, you know, and he's yeah. already putting up sixty and eighty point seasons, and the kid's like 21, 22. It's it's and amazing. He's, he's, yeah, he could be like a top ten player in the league. That's in what like I, a few years. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I. And now we know that uh, in five years he'll want to come and play with Montreal, if he really wants to. <laughs> if we can afford him, if he's. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Carolina matched it very, very uh, confidently. Yeah, no which, doubt about it. That, that's. Like whatever. whatever Again, I I don't see the harm in in trying. Yeah. You you might as well just try, but yeah. uh, I don't know, man. They got there's still a bunch of RFAs out there that are still without a contract, and uh, some teams uh, might have the space to maybe make a move on them. Well, apparently the Islanders want to sign uh, Mitch Marner. Want to offer? Colorado sheet also wants to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's taking. Honestly, I don't know what's taking the offer sheet people this long. I think. I think. The fact that Montreal gave Sebastian Ajo an offer sheet sh- yeah. shows that teams aren't going to be afraid to try it. Yeah, I think I think the stigma for RFA offer sheets is kind of disappearing. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, teams that have a good RFA asset, like Toronto, like uh, mm-hmm. I think Winnipeg has Kyle Connor and Patrick Laine. There's rumors of Patrick Laine coming to Montreal. It's coming to Montreal, but there's they're also not afraid because it's happen. like yeah, well, of course, which won't happen, but. There, I feel like uh, GMs with these assets are kind of like, yeah, like do your best. I mean, we're probably gonna have to sign him for that much anyways. You know, uh, it's like. Uh, do you think? Do you think Patrick Laine would be even worth what you'd have to give up to get him? I think. I guess what it would, would be you have to give up? What, two first rounders. Two first rounders, a second and a third. Is Patrick Laine worth more than Sebastian Ajo? That's no. a tough question. No, right? he's not. I wouldn't say so either. Because he, he he's too streaky. He's kind of one dimensional. Yeah, he's like uh, he's kind of one dimensional to be honest. He's, he's good. hot and cold. He's also. hot and cold. When he's cold, he's fucking cold. Yeah, like, like last I, year, we don't need another uh, Patrick streaky type player. Hey, was he not the streakiest player of all time? He was always out there hustling. 
I will defend Pacioretty to my grave. He's my favorite player. Look, of I'm, all time. I'm not no shade to Pacioretty, man. I'm a huge. He was fan. streaky, but, but he goal was... scorers are always streaky. If you find a, if you find a goal scorer who's scoring forty-ish goals, who doesn't get, let, let's say thirty-five. That's the last goals. time Ovechkin had a goal. I was gonna say. I was gonna when say. When's the last time John I was Tavares gonna had a goal say? Strip? There, there are teams that there are players who are elite. Yeah. And you can't put Pacioretty in that elite category. He's not elite. He's not Ovechkin. He's not Tavares. He's not, um, I don't know, Patrick Kane. That being said, he's he's part of that, that second he's tier. He's a high-end goal scorer. He's a high-end goal scorer. And those guys are going to be streaky. Patrick Laine might be the exact same thing. A high-end goal scorer who, you know, like I said, won't necessarily... Who might max out at like 40 goals, you know? But that's the type of player that they are. I mean, I mean you know, Phil Kessel might be streaky sometimes uh lots of players might be streaky but i feel like at the end of the day if if, if they're like a, a 40 point player and they're streaky then it's like oh, okay this guy's usually replaceable but if they're you know a potential 35 40 goal player mm-hmm. putting up 60 70 points and they're streaky you you it's the good and the bad right you take the good with the bad and ultimately you'll still get 60 70 points out of this guy um i think the thing that fans and teams um, get frustrated with is that they know that they can be getting more. It's just that this person's so streaky, and it's like ten games without a goal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Had he scored just a couple here or there, it you, makes you, a huge difference. Yeah, you know that this player can sort of give you more. It's just on paper, it's like ten games without a, without a goal. It's it's pretty streaky for a goal scorer, you know. By the way, if, if Montreal, if Montreal, if they had signed successfully Aho. Dude, they have such a huge like finish fetish. Yeah, yeah. I just Aho. like what, I just like what you came up with. Finish you like fetish. That? Yeah, it's oh, a thing. Aho. I'm just telling you, they they like Aho. They got uh, Kaka Niami. Yeah, maybe they want to get Line in on here. They got Lekkinen. Lekkinen. Koivu's like a you know captain, former he's captain. A, he's always there in spirit. He's always there in spirit. He's Who's never the other guy. Joel Armia. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Joel Armia's finish as well. So. Yeah, they used to have Niami. It used to be like we, it, or, yeah, that's true. It used to be uh, Montreal was all about the Russian players. Now it's yeah. all Finnish players. Yeah. Well, I think the Russian thing, uh, it died out after our last playoff run because yeah. we Markov, got rid of Radulov, we got rid of Markov, yeah. Galchenyuk was in the doghouse. Oh, no. Did we trade him? No, we didn't trade him. We gave him one more year and then we traded him. Yeah. But he was in the doghouse. Uh, I think there was someone else. That, that player was gone too. We got Romanov coming up now, but I don't like, think he has any... He should be a stud though. Yeah, but apparently does he's gonna he have like a buddy? To, to you know like to uh, mentor him yeah that's what I'm saying Habs what they need to do this year bring back Markov they'll never do it they'll never they'll do it never but they should it. though they should though they should it's have better, done it it's better year. it's better than any options that they do have currently you know what though remember a couple was it last year or the year before when they're like our blue, our blue line is better yeah that was, that, better. Was, that, was, that was such a lie yeah it was that was yeah. a huge lie do you remember who we who we brought in we brought in Mark Streit we brought in uh, <laughs> Mark Streit we brought in a couple players and we let them go. Who's the? I think we brought in a defenseman too from like Europe and we, we let him go. Uh, Ye- oh, Jacob Jerebek Jer- yeah, or something. Jerebek. And then he won a cup with Washington. With Washington, that's right. Like it's just he was trying to fill in these these spots with like, uh, you know, players that just did not belong in those spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Streit was a seventh, eighth defenseman at that point in his career. Unfortunately. Yeah. He but had like his time the in the. He had his time. Yeah. Yeah, so, and uh, but he wanted Mark Streit to play like a six, maybe a five six. Like yeah, people Mark were playing. Like, oh, is that what you want me to? No, no, I'm good. No, man, I'm I'm going back. I'm yeah. going back to Switzerland. I'm good. I'm good. Am I? Couple, there was a couple of other signings that uh, were pretty interesting. Um, the one, what I'm actually like pretty intrigued by is the fact that like Dallas made some really interesting signings. Yeah. So they got Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry together. Yeah. And that team was. What they took St. Louis to seven games, so they're a cup contender, and with those two extra pieces, even more of a cup contender. Does it bother you at all that they're a little bit older on the older side? Pavelski's thirty-five, six, maybe. Yeah, but Perry's he, he shows up in the playoffs every single. Well, game. even regular season, he had forty goals last year. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm not at all concerned about him, but I'm just saying when it comes to play, like regular season, you know, he does what he does, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in the playoffs, he always has a great playoff. Yeah. Always has a great playoff. Yeah. So, um, Dallas, well done. Like I really like what they did this off season so far. Yeah. Um, they're really, you know, making um, 
the Central Division, you know, more scary than it already was. Yeah. And then you got Colorado, who's going to be better also. Who did they draft this year? Fourth overall? Uh, oh, uh, oh, no. It's Bowen be... Byram? Did they draft a defenseman? I, yeah, I think it was Byram. Man, the Colorado. I love it when teams uh, pile up in, in the same position, right? So, like, mm-hmm. and especially on defense, there's, there's something about having, like, your top 4D being all, like, amazing puck movers and, and skilled defensemen. Like, Ottawa has, right now, they have uh, Eric Brandstrom. They have Thomas Shabbat. They have, um, who did they just draft? They just drafted, uh, I think, Lassie Thompson or something is his name. He's going to be like a skilled puck moving D. And same thing last year with Bernard Docker. Like, their top four is looking pretty solid. Like, if uh, Brandstrom looks like he's going to be a stud, yeah. Shabbat already is a stud. That's a deep top two. And yeah. then if, if Bernard Docker becomes something, that's a deep top three. And then if this guy Thompson becomes something, that's a deep top four. And it seems like Colorado's kind of doing the same thing because they have Kale McCarr coming up, um, who crushed it in the playoffs. Like he comes up leaving. Um, yeah, think, he was great. I think he left uh, Boston College or, or wherever he was playing in in college. He left, joined the Colorado Avalanche, and made an impact. They have uh, they got rid of Tyson Berry, except he he would have. Yeah, Tyson been Berry going to Toronto in exchange for Nazem Kadri and Colorado retained half his salary yeah toronto man won that deal easily big easily and honestly like they traded they trade away kadri who was a huge problem for them in the playoffs yeah and i mean spezza's coming in to sort of well, provide some depth no but provide dude, some depth and on. also he's, he's making like league minimum he's not he's not yeah, yeah but he, he's just... i feel like he'll be fourth line depth and i'll yeah. he'll be uh if kadri was your third line center i think now who would be their third line center? Is is Kapanen a, a center or a winger? I believe he's a center, but yeah. honestly, I don't know the Leafs depth chart super super well. Yeah, they have the pieces to make. But that yeah, work, no Toronto. Uh, I mean, aside with the whole Mitch Marner situation, uh, I really like what Toronto's done as well mm-hmm. this off season. It's just that old Mitch Marner thing is up in the air though. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, we can't give them a final grade for the off season until that's all resolved, and that could be uh, contentious. It could be ugly. He might Marner might end up staying. We have no idea. And it's funny because they just went through this with Willie Nylander. Yeah. Speaking uh, of yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to go back to the Dallas signing Joe Pavelski, because yeah. San Jose managed to re-sign Eric Carlson. So I imagine that their whole situation was that look, we're either going to sign Eric Carlson or we're going to sign Joe Pavelski. Mm-hmm. So if you were the GM. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they made their choice to stick with Carl uh, to go with Carlson. Mm-hmm. Who would you have signed instead? Would, Carlson would you, too. I you, think. you also would have taken Carlson. Just long run, I think Carlson would have brought you more to the team than Pavelski. Because Pavelski, yes, he's putting up forty goals and whatever, but it's like Thomas Placanic, right? Like he was doing his thing, sixty-five points every year and uh, whatever, and then one year suddenly he like hit a wall. And it was but like, he was also never putting up the numbers that Pavelski puts up. No, but it, but the point is that he. Like, I understand the point. His norm, yeah. like, yeah, there was his norm, and then one year it just, like, came crashing down. Like, age caught up with him, he lost a step, and with Pavelski, it's the same thing. Like, you train incredibly hard in the off season, but eventually you lose a step. Yeah, well, I think he only signed, like, a three-year deal. Yeah, I think also. it's three years, so, at seven per. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I would think that he should be fine, at least for two or three of those seasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think... Carlson's injury-prone. That's the thing. Yeah, but I think even like uh, a not one hundred percent Carlson can benefit a team. Not like, not if he's missing for like half the season though. Yeah. So yeah. so you still take Carlson though. I would still take Carlson just because I feel like four years down the road you will be reaping the rewards of Carlson yeah. over uh, over Pavelski. Maybe even two years down the road. Yeah. I, I I too would have taken Carlson over Pavelski. Yeah. Though tough choice. I know because then I think they also lost uh, Donskoy. Donskoy, mine and Brandon's favorite player. <laughs> Donskoy. Yunus Donskoy. Yeah, he's gone too. But they signed uh, uh, Le- LeBank, LeBank just LeBank. today. Kevin LeBank. LeBank. And uh, Timo Meyer resigned as well. Yep. So he was, I mean, uh, not RFA. all is lost for San Jose. No. But I feel like they're in a weaker position. We should start a segment work. on this show. Okay. Joe Thornton, watch. See what happens to this guy. He's 40. Is he a UFA? Like, what's his deal? He's a UFA. That's why. Man. He and said he wants to play again, so... Yeah, I know, that's why. Joe is he going to be, like, the next, like, Aginla? Like, where he just... Or Yager? Yags? Where or he just, just like, plays to, like, 45? Well, no, 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 where he just... No one wants to sign him. Oh. Uh, and it's just sad. I, Montreal should sign him. 
Why not? One year. Yo, why not? Two million. Fuck it. One year and two. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> like, fuck it. Who gives a shit, man? I don't think it'll work. I think you'll be like, dude. I don't expect it to, but give me whatever. five mil. Why not? Yeah, I they got like, like how much in cap space? Uh, They're not. Sp- yeah, they they got like ten million. Well, in cap we space. spent three and a half on Ben Chariot, which was a weird move. I but. mean, they needed a defense. I mean, I think they should have taken Jake Gardner. Joe Thornton. On or Joe, Joe Thornton on, the, on defense. But playing with Shea Weber. Yeah, I was gonna say the twin towers of of uh, beard, beard and beard mountain towers. men. Ah, yes, the mountain. Ah, the mountain. Man. Yes. John Tortorella one time said, Joe Thornton might be the best player in NHL history to never win a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, Nothing. You don't, you don't really want that title. No. But, uh, no cups. No MVPs. He's a legend. Legend. Yeah, but nothing. It's sad. Nothing. Man. Look, just Google Joe Thornton. Let's check out his HockeyDB page and see if he's won any any trophies. Because, oh, he's, yeah. definitely, he's won MVP. No, yeah, has he? Oh, that yeah, year, that one course. year, right out of the lockout. No, Yogg's won it that year, didn't he? I'm pretty sure Joe Thornton has won. He's won nothing. Oh Art no, yeah, yeah, 2006. Wow, John. Yeah, I know he had like one. See, I, I thought it was like 05, but yeah, it was, oh yeah, 05. The year 06, out of yeah, the yeah. Uh, yeah, the year out of the lockout. Yeah, but like yeah, he still put up 51 points last year. 413 goals, 1,065 assists. How many games played though? Fifteen hundred sixty-six, and he's yeah. not too far from getting to fifteen hundred points. So one more season, he should be able to get there. Yeah, but but, he's just longevity. Like, look at look at all those eighty-two uh, game seasons, and if not seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Yeah. That one year he played only forty-seven, but like, whatever. And I still remember that night where he got traded from Boston. Yeah, Boston was it was so dumb. Boston was underperforming. 23 games into the season. And that's the season he won MVP, by the way. Yeah, and that's the season coming out of the lockout where we didn't know what this new NHL was. We didn't, yeah. we hadn't figured it out yet, right? And Boston, after 23 games, was like short fuse and got rid of him. That was maybe the dumbest thing in franchise history, arguably, but it got covered up with the fact that, man, they still had Patrice Bergeron and uh, at that time Mark Savard yeah. and like yeah. all these guys stepped up. Milan Lucic, Brad Marsh, all these guys became like... Uh, part of a Stanley Cup winning team, but yeah. Joe Thornton. Imagine having Joe Thornton as well on that team. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's just too bad that uh, San Jose wasn't the team that went to the finals. Having uh, San Jose win in Boston yeah. with Thornton with the cup in yeah. Boston would have been so perfect. But uh, who, but whatever. Who's part of that trade? Cool go to go to the trades. Uh, go up. Because I remember it was like Marco Sturm. Boston got back and like Marco Sturm, Wayne Primo, and Brad Stewart. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Quick, well, Wayne Primo. I think he was maybe like one of the centerpieces, if I'm not mistaken. So around that time, he was no, not at all no, a centerpiece. Really. Wow. Okay, so was it Brad Stewart? He was he was a D man. I remember him. It might have been Marco Stewart. Oh, it probably was Marco. It's probably Marco Stewart. Yeah, because he had yeah, some he was like yeah, he was like a twenty goal scorer. But wow, like uh, a twenty un- goal scorer, an under thirty goal scorer, a thirty say. point player, wow. and then like a solid defenseman. For, that's for like Joe what Thornton. would be for the MVP. So let's say at that point Joe Thornton had put up like he had a season of 101 points, he had a season of 77 points, right? Yeah. What would be the modern day equivalent of let's say like a number one center who's capable of putting up 100 points? What would be the equivalent of Wayne Primo, Brad Stewart, and uh, oh Marco Stern? Oh Jesus, dude, that, that's a heavy question. Brad Stewart, because I think Stewart was like a reliable D man. I don't know if he was a puck. Uh, if he was a, a puck mover or I I think he was just a solid defenseman, but um Yeah, I just want to see how many points. Yeah, twenty something points. It's like Yeah, not bad. Not it's bad. like uh man, some I don't know, a defenseman who can put up like twenty five ish. Yeah, somewhere let's say like thirty points a year. Yeah. And then Primo is probably like just thirty grit. points. So thirty points, thirty points, and then let's say fifty points. Yeah, but like Primo look, six three, two thirty, I think he was part of the old NHL where, like, you need size and toughness yeah, he was and stuff a big like ass that. Dude, huh? yeah. yeah, he was kind of just bruiser. Did he have his career? Oh, no, I'm thinking of his brother, Keith, Keith Primo. Yeah, and his son, Caden. Alexander Perijoganen ended his career. Yeah, and ironically, now his son, Caden Primo, is like a top prospect for the Hats. I actually didn't know they were related. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so, anyways, it would, it would be like uh, trading for, like, let's say, John Tavares, if not better, yeah. but only having to give up. Like 
I don't know, a 20 goal score. So like uh, 20 to 30 goal score, let's say. So I don't know, like uh, I don't know, a 20 to 30 goal score. Well, dude, there's a lot of them in the league. I was, yeah, I was just waiting for you to pick point. No, I'm just yeah. trying to think. I'm like, I'm like drawing a blank here. And Brad Stewart, reliable. So that's that's this has been the Joe Thornton episode. It, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of additions. Look at that beard. Oh, God, that beard. Oh my God. Oh wow, how'd you do that? If you click it. Oh my God! If you click it, it goes to like different iterations yeah. of him. It's iterations. It's past pictures. Yeah, past pictures. Iteration. Whoa, oh, Boston! Wow, look at this. Wow, that was a huge transformation. It went from his rookie photo. <laughs> Right he looks to, like he could be in the Mighty Ducks movies. Yeah, absolutely. Or like the douchey, like the douchey player on the other team. On the other, the rival team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, just Icelandic like trying to keep up, kids. Yeah, you know, and then like he but like with an Icelandic accent. Yeah, yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, and then such watch a this. jerk, Joe. Nineteen ninety-eight. Boom. Yeah, and then he's like, "What year is it?" Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> apparently they, well, apparently they didn't have uh, lighting in nineteen ninety-eight. No, apparently no such not. thing as lights. In and they had the same background as like our school photos. Yeah, that's good to, that's good to know too. <laughs> the Johnston photos. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And then now it's like pro photographer, lots of lighting. Yeah, exactly. You can see like all his molecules on his face. And all stuff. the gray hairs. All the gray hairs. So much. God, he's got like a beaver on his face. I feel like, like if you put his head upside down, it would look like you know that style where furry crowns were like. Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? No, I just thought it, it would look like a furry crown. Do you know? Uh, can you type in kid and play? I suppose I can. Yeah. Do you know what kid and play who they are? Oh yeah, look at this kid's hair. Oh my like, god. Like that's what Joe Thornton's beard is, but inversed. Right. Yeah. That's good. That's Everybody good. Google kid is and that, play. Is that um It's kid and play. It looks like uh are they a group? Yeah. It's like an eight. No, you know what he kinda looks like? Who? Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he does. In that photo he really looks it. like Brendan Fraser. I could see it. <laughs> I like the look on this guy's face though. Yeah, I like it. Can we play some? I I don't know what they exactly what they sound like, but can we just see what kid and play looks like? I mean, sounds like. Sure. I mean, I'm kind of. Oh, that it's not. It's not and. It's uh, and. Oh. oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kid and play. Kid and play. Let's All right, see. here it is. Most popular track. All right. It's like something you'd hear in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, this is definitely like, yeah, late eighties, yeah, eighties, nineties. God, I love, I love the album covers too. Yeah, that bass line. Come on, you guys hear this? Oh, dude, I'm moonwalking right now (laughs) on the ceiling. This is how on the ceiling. Yeah, I feel like watching Fresh Prince, which, by the way, is back on Netflix for everyone. Oh my God, are you serious? Yep. Oh fuck. Oh, dude, I know this song. Oh, this one's awesome. Can this be the intro to, uh... What? To what, Gandhi? Uh, stud status? Stud. And then we just throw in, like, a... Stats. 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 Yeah, this is a pretty dope song. I'm gonna listen to this yeah, on the bus listen. home. Yeah, I'm gonna put this on my playlist. <laughs> no way. I'm adding this right now. Yeah, I'm so down. Tim is vibing right now. Yeah. You need to see him. I He's got, feeling like, this. Yeah, I got a huge smile. Fans also like Cool Mo D, Heavy D and the Boys, Dana Dane, and Houdini. Can we play on Heavy D and the Boys? Absolutely. Actually, now that we found love. <laughs> How old is this? 94, 90s. 1991. Oh, oh. Peaceful oh Journey. My, oh, shit. There's a guy praying Yo, on the front. Yo, look at these album covers. Look at this one. Look at Big Time. Look at Big Time. Oh, I love that. I want a suit like that. Dude, me too. Me too. We gotta go suit shopping. Yeah, we gotta go suit shopping. It all comes back to suits. It all comes back to suits. It's the name of the game. (laughs) What about Cool Mo D? Alright, let's go to Cool Mo D. Wow Wow West? (laughs) That was weird. Oh, shit. Okay. Yo, this is some emotional shit. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how yes. 90s it sounds. Yeah, this is Even just... 80s. It sounds a bit 80s. <laughs> Dude, that's Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. There's no way this was made in 2014. No, of course not. Come on. Wait, is it? There's got to be like a no, greatest expa- hits. It says expanded edition. <laughs> 2014. That's that's really fucking funny, right? 
Oh, okay. Where Curtis Blow. Put on Curtis Blow. Oh, He's good. I didn't even see Curtis Blow. Do you know Kurt, right there? Do you oh, know there Curtis Blow? Absolutely. The brakes? The bra yes, the brakes. <laughs> Uh-huh. The brakes. This song now, you can't fuck with this song. Yeah, let's just let's hear this play a bit. That hook. <laughs> I think this was yo. This was yo. He's he's super eighties. He is nineteen eighty. His first album came out. That's the that's what the song is on. Clap your hands. That's crazy. Oh, dude, let's this, make a collaborative is... playlist of like pre pre nineteen ninety five hip hop and just share it with each other. Like okay. just like drag and drop songs I'm in there, very so we can this. laugh slash like semi fucking dig it yeah. too. You know? Oh no no I'm no shame. <laughs> Fully dig it. Yeah, I'll Fully listen to this playlist. Just start a playlist called, uh, what should it be called? 2014. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to call it that. I don't, uh, I don't like that. I don't like that number 14. See, we'll come up with a... Come up, yeah, we'll come yeah, yeah. Up. We'll come, we don't but start it for now, just so we do it, because I'm genuinely incredibly interested in this. I'm very interested in yeah. this. Yeah, Sugar Hill Gang. Let's put a Apache song. Where is it? Apache? Apache. I like how you have rappers delayed already. Oh well, that's a group. That's yeah, just of course. It's a classic. I'm thinking Fresh Prince. I'm thinking Carlton. How do I not have right now? Are you thinking of uh, Will and Carlton right now? Uh, absolutely. Dancing. How could you think of anything else? Everybody knows I just knows think it of just like the dance. Yeah. The hips. Da, da, da. Hips. Da. Hips. 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 It's like my people in the bongos. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we finally made it. Jump on it! Jump on it! All right, let's start this playlist. I'm so excited. Okay. Just there's just the name. We will. You just want. You really just want not the name. Not even the name. Just like like literally start it, and uh, tomorrow I'll follow it or something. Just make sure that it's uh, collaborative. Absolutely. It could be called uh, fuck. I don't know. Like for now, you just placeholder. Like whatever you want. You know. Golden era. There we go. We'll come up with a, a sick nickname. There we go. Okay, I'll follow that. Uh... Follow it. Hell, you guys can follow it too. Yeah, if you golden find era. You'll you'll never find it. But can we put it on kid and play again? I was digging that. Ab absolutely. Oh shit, Sugar Hill Gang, getting into it. This is not. What I thought <laughs> Wait, put it on like getting funky. Literally says getting. I okay. like this. I'm into this so far. Oh, oh. Whoa. Okay. Dude, this is like, I feel like there could be a modern, like, re this could be sampled Absolutely. today. Can this be our podcast now? Is just us going through Spotify? <laughs> yeah. Just being oh, just yeah. like, yo, this is awesome. We have to go through different wormholes. So we got to have one beginning, uh, one beginning, like, artist, and we got to go through different wormholes. I think we should have one full episode during the summer. Okay. Where we just do we, this. <laughs> I am we so down. We just do this. I am down. You might be kidding. I am down. I am not kidding I'm so at all. down. I think we should get... We have drunk as shit. Okay, okay. And just you know, eat a lot of food on the rooftop. Record, on the rooftop, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, this, this is saxophone, dude. Dude, you don't hear a good, a good enough saxophone these days. No. Oh man, I'm following this song too. You know what? Can we add? Uh, if you go back to Spotify, yes. can we just add? Uh, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> can we add "Rollin' with Kid and Play" as the first song to Golden Era? I think that's the only way we can start it. It has to be that way, right? This song's dope. This is a Get, pretty dope track. Getting funky. I mean, it should be as good as it is, considering it's called Getting Funky. Yeah. Right? You want to see Do This My Way? I do. Because it is right between the two, in terms of how much times it's been played. When was this album? Uh, it said like 89. 88. 88. Oh, Too wow. Hype, it's called. Too Hype. And they, they look like they're doing like that shoe dance, you know? Like the... Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah. Shoo, 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 shoo. They look like a grown-up uh, crisscross. <laughs> Dougie, Fresh, Fat Boys, MC Light. I know Fat Boys. 
Digital Underground. You ever listen to Digital Underground? I think so. Dude, uh, you know who used to be in Digital Underground? Ooh. Tupac. No way. Maybe that's how I've, I've heard of him. Yeah. yeah, Tupac was... Biz Marquis, the homie. The homie. The homie, Biz Marquis. You gotta add, you gotta add uh, whatever that song Yo, is. Chub Rock? Like. Yeah? This dude's awesome. Play something from Chub Rock. Treat him right? Yo, treat him right. Oh. This song's dope as hell. I don't know what year it came out. Early nineties. All I know is early nineties. <laughs> I don't know which one it's on. But this is a dope ass track though. Sounds like uh, as if like Jay Dilla produced it. I guess it's got some. That. It's got some Jay Dilla vibes too. It's smooth. Yo, it's smooth as hell. Yeah. I'm just hearing this dude. Yo, you know what I've been listening to a lot this year is uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, I never got into oh, Big Daddy Kane. Damn, dude. Oh, put it on. Um... We, I, we gotta add to Golden Era. We gotta add. Uh, Absolutely. What? What are we? What are we adding? I, I forget the. Uh, fuck. They're. Oh my god. Like. One of the greatest hip hop bands of all time ever. From New York, '90s. Um, their one album was like instrumental for hip hop. Uh, fuck. How am I forgetting? Oh man, it's a kind of a vague thing to say. A New York hip hop group <laughs> with a 90s. great album. <laughs> From Wu Tang? I don't know. Like, no, earlier than Wu Tang? Ah. Can you Google it and just see what we get? I mean, I could try. New York 90s hip hop. Like, the, one of the greatest albums from, from start to finish. Fashion? We just turned into like a fashion podcast. Yeah. It kind of is with all the suits. It kind of is. It kind of is. Alright, let's see here. Yeah, dude, there, 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 there's two <laughs> here. Uh, Mob Deep? No. Def- no, you're thinking earlier, right? Uh, but, uh, probably early 90s, maybe late, late 80s. Yeah, dude, I, there's, there's too much. There's yeah, too much. I'm an idiot. How do I not? It's alright. It's alright. It's not alright. I mean, it's not, but. What if they weren't from. Oh, wait, do that. 20 essential. Tracks from the golden age of 90s hip hop. All right, all right. Maybe it's here. Nas, the world no, is it's yours. Not Nas. I mean, we would have known if it was Nas. More and G, G, I like Regulate. I mean, that's not even Wu Tang. Cream. ODB, that's another Wu Tang song. Salt, Salt and Peppa. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre, Jay Z, Beastie Boys, no. Jurassic Butt. Was it Jurassic No. Snoop. Public, en- public no, Enemy. It wasn't no, wasn't Public Enemy. Naughty by Nature. Or we gotta add Naughty by Nature to Golden. Era. I mean, I feel like that definitely. hundred percent. Digital planets are great. I don't know them. House of Pain. Fuck. And because we're listening to other music, I can't find the the song in my head either. Um, you know what? I'll text it to you eventually. It's fine. And you'll it's be like, "You're an idiot. How did you not know that?" Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, that, that's a thing I would. You do that even when I don't. Uh, I just like to. I like to just you know say things that are mean to you. Can we go back to Kid and Play? You, you really want to go back to that? Huh? I I just want to do. Uh, we should do Stud Status over that first first song. That I we think added. that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's get to let's it's, get to Stud Status. Here we go. Stud Status. Stud Status. Stud Status. Stud Status. Stud, status. Stud, stud. <laughs> Alright, Gandhi, you wanna go first? Stud. Stud. No, you go first. Yeah. Stud. 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 My first stud is Bruins Captain today, no Charlie. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. What happened? Sorry, 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 sorry. No, that was amazing. Oh yeah? Okay, okay. You can't you can't not do it for the rest of the oh, really? paragraph. We yeah, gotta do it. That, is, that, is that how I'm doing the studs this week? Yeah, game? but I just gotta remember who right. mine were. The first stud is but when Captain Zedon Chara for playing the finals, even though we had a broken job. <laughs> <laughs> how do you make things rhyme when you wrote them to not rhyme though? How can his teenage not been inspired by that, right? Alright. Second stud though. So, but seriously, Zedon Chara, he he played the finals with a broken job. That's that's pretty. That's actually pretty incredible. Yeah, you gotta give the like. I'm not a fan of Zinotara, yeah. but you gotta respect that he, he went through that. Absolutely. Uh, my second stud actually goes to Blues forward Ryan O'Reilly. He actually became the first player since Wayne Gretzky in 1985 to score goals in four straight Stanley Cup Finals games. And my that, second stud is Blues forward Ryan O'Reilly, who became the first player since 
Wayne Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> like that little <laughs> yeah, a little fill. Yeah, a little fill, and then like puck uh, slap shots. Yeah, on to it. score yeah. five goals in four straight games. Or straight Is Stanley Cup Finals game. To the Hall of Fame. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Dude, I think you and I just need to be in an '80s rap. Group. We should have been in an '80s hip hop group from like, but we needed to be in like New York too. Yeah. Not fucking Pierre Foam. Yeah, just wearing medallions and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And have like uh, the kid play hair. Absolutely. No, you know yeah. what I wanted? I wanted like a big line like through my hair like that. Mm. You know that line? Yeah, and that, it'd be like, great. It'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like that adds distinction. No, 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 no. I just want that. I want like a clean, like almost buzz cut kind of, like the one, the like the the guy in Kid and Play, the other guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not the guy with cone fro. Right. Right. Not cone fro guy. That right. guy. Yeah. This guy. God, I wish I was alive in the '80s. So cl- I was so close. So close. I was 26 days late. Yeah, you were. <sighs> you blew it. I blew it. Who's well, your third? I got I got one more stuff. Yeah. Uh, lastly, my third stud is writer and director Ari Aster for reinventing the horror genre. Uh, last year he came out with Hereditary, which was probably the best movie in my opinion that came out in 2018. And then this this year he uh, he just released uh, his new movie called Midsummer, uh, which was also pretty horrifying. Very uh, WTF. Uh, would definitely recommend if you're into horror movies. Um, if you're not, then uh, don't. Just cause, just cause, don't, don't do it. Yeah, I'm not. So yeah. I'm. So you're not, not going. You're to, not going. No, to hell no. Thing. I'm yeah. gonna watch uh, something else. There you go. But Gandhi, I love this. I love the breakdown there. Did I you lo- see that? I love like, this. okay. Um, my studs of the week. My first out of the week is gonna be uh, Carolina Hurricanes GM Don Waddell for basically not having to negotiate a new contract for Sebastian Ajo and having the Habs do it for him. A very affordable salary. And, uh, yeah, no lengthy negotiations for him. I mean, he was, like, gift-wrapped a great contract, so good for him. Yep. Stud. My second stud is going to be Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. For signing uh, a $70 million contract, a seven-year, $70 million contract. So $10 million a year, and uh, he's in uh, Florida, right? So he's just going to basically retire in Florida, I guess. Yeah. Like a lot of Russians yeah, do, probably, actually. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good for him. Earning that much money. Um, this is a guy who was never drafted. And this is a guy who uh, the Philadelphia Flyers signed him uh, many, many years ago. You know, Philly is still kind of looking for a goalie. They have Carter Hart, but we don't know if that'll last. He's still really young it and unproven. It seems like it'll probably work out okay. But, I mean, yeah, who, it's who, Philly. Who they, knows, they've been Philly. in this scenario before where they have a goalie and it doesn't work out. Um, it's been kind of like that ever since I started watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ever since, uh, what, Roman Czechmanic? Yeah, that's yeah. when we started. That was like elementary school, I remember. Um, and... So they had Bobrovsky. They traded him away to Columbus for Steve Mason, who was coming off one good rookie year where he had like nine shutouts or something like that. Steve Mason has fallen off the face of the earth. Bobrovsky just signed a $70 million contract. He's earning $10 million a year. So good for him for proving uh, his doubters wrong. And uh, yeah, second stud for, for me. My third stud yes. is Kid in Play. Kid in Play. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I like that. I like that. I mean, we, we know why. We know why. It's needless to say. Needless to say. So, uh, kid, kid and play. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this podcast is going to have like 20 straight minutes of just like us like, yo, the song is fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Studs. Seriously, eh? Studs, yeah. I don't know if you want me to touch on this real quick. Mm. Toronto Raptors. NBA champions. NBA champions. Did we not talk about it last podcast? No, eh? No. Yeah, no, NBA champions. A lot has really happened since that last episode. Yeah. yeah. No, NBA champions. I mean, I was I was uh, watching it on Peel Street, and uh, I remember it was cold and rainy, and um, they were giving away t-shirts. So I actually have a few t-shirts that say, We the North. Nice. And I have a French one that says, uh, C'est nous, le Nord. C'est nous, le Nord. Yeah. It's okay. like, uh, I was like, okay, I'll take it. Oh, you got free shirts? Yeah, they were giving away shirts. Oh. Um, actually, I, what happened? I have one of your shirts? Yeah, sure. One's well, cool. they're all kind of extra. Well, one okay. of them is extra large. extra large. Two of them are extra large. One of them is large. Oh, well, I'll fine. give you the extra. I, I just wear medium, so I don't know how it's <laughs> gonna look like. I, I gave it to a friend. Of, I gave one to a friend of mine at work too, because she's a huge Raptors fan, and she covered for me that night. We were we both had a lot of work to do, and she was no go like have fun. I'll stay a bit later. You go do your thing, whatever. It's fine, and. Um, and yeah, and she's a huge Raptors fan, so I mm-hmm. gave her a t-shirt. But I left early because uh, a friend of mine, she works for Sun Life, and Sun Life is a Raptors sponsor. Right, and There's right, a Sun Life right. building right downtown, 
and uh, right in front of this building is like a little square with like a little park and a statue and whatever. And so Sun Life had basically closed down Peel Street and uh, it was like a, a public area on the street for fans to just pile in and like shoulder to shoulder, whatever. Yeah. And then they set up barricades. So the other like one third of the street was like just for Sun Life people and any guests that they wanted to bring, you know. And so my friend working for Sun Life knows I work two blocks away and said like, yo, let's do this at uh, six o'clock. Let's meet up and we'll like uh, we'll be in this like uh, private area kind of of um, of the Sun Life thing. And they were there were people there volunteering and stuff, just throwing T-shirts into the crowd. But us, we were on the same side as those people throwing T-shirts. So we were literally just going up to the guy and like, hey, can I have one? And as the night went on, they had such a surplus. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't care. There was such a surplus of t-shirts that you could just grab. Yeah. They're honestly boxes untouched. So, all right, so we're focusing a lot on the t-shirt aspect here. but No, let me tell uh, you something uh, about these t-shirts. All right, all right, all right, Great sorry, quality, sorry. Mm-hmm. amazing quality. Guess what color they were? Red. Red. Guess what they said on them? We the North. We the North. And another thing about these t-shirts. Uh, yeah. Had the logo on it. Team they had the Bell logo on the right hand yeah. side. I don't really care yeah. much for corporate logos. Hmm. But one more thing about these... No, I'm kidding. I have nothing else. They were good t-shirts. Nice t-shirts. How was the game? <laughs> oh, yeah. With the Raptors winning. Like, yeah. He just starts talking about the, the experience of with the shirts. Like, <laughs> that seems more what you're excited for. <laughs> you're more excited than that for, than for the Raptor. You're posting status updates about these shirts on, on Facebook. Like, so I, um, I remember when the Raptors won, I was wearing the t-shirt. And... <laughs> Enough. No, it was amazing. It was like the thing is at the end, the uh, the game like the momentum was totally killed because like it was um, it was like point nine seconds left and the wraps were up by one and they kept they were doing like a, a video review and stuff. Fifteen minutes. Um, and so yeah, the momentum was kind of killed at the end. Like it was like you knew it was gonna happen, but you were stuck at point nine seconds and the refs were doing a video review, so it was uh, it was a bit like anticlimactic, but. Um, the crowd was insane. They brought fireworks. People were throwing their beers up in the air. It was the first time, really, in my life that I can say, like... You got to be part of the championship. But not just a championship. Like, it, it's different. Every year, you and I, we watch uh, a team win the Stanley Cup, and it's like... That looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> we're happy, yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, it looks you're like happy fun. for them, and everyone looks you're like they're having a great them. time. Yeah. But there's, there's no, like, spark in you going... There's no spark of excitement in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... The closest I got was when the Expos moved out of town. I became a... I started watching the Red Sox. Okay. And then the Red Sox had that amazing comeback in 2004. Four, yeah. One. So that, that's, like, the closest I've ever been. Yeah. But it, honestly, like, once they win it once, and you're not, like, a day one fan... Mm. It, it's hard to like really keep yeah. up that momentum yeah and i mean f- like for me I, i've been i'm just waiting for the expos <laughs> yeah, i hope back. hopefully man like apparently tampa bold, might, bold, uh, bold prediction before we're 40 expos back in town well we got a long way till 40 because we young <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> we got the same like comedic cues and everything yeah. um yeah, no it, it was amazing and and uh yeah i mean it was just so cool that the Raptors, this team that didn't have any... We had one superstar, obviously, in Kawhi Leonard. And Kyle was kind of like... He was still a star, not a superstar. Yeah. Like he, I think he played for Team USA before. Yeah, but he was kind of like a maybe a... He's playing like on Team USA behind Russell Westbrook and behind other players. Right, I, I right. think the, 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 the coolest part is that there are so many egos in the, in the NBA. On teams, uh, broadcasters, analysts, whatever. And everyone... It, it's, it's all about like having a super team and having a super team in a big city in LA or New York or a big market, you know, and here's Toronto. Yes, it's a big market, but it's not, it's not a big American market. Mm -hmm. And here's Toronto with one superstar on the team with just an amazing, amazing supporting cast. Like Fred Van Vliet is my, arguably my favorite player. Undrafted. Siakam. Clutch. My favorite player. Siakam. Abaka. Serge Ibaka, yo, he's so dope. He's amazing. He's so dope. Mark and the Gasol. fact that he has like the whole cooking show, yeah, amazing. Just makes what, a what a character! What He's amazing. I like, love him. I don't want to say the Raptors were ragtag, but when you compare, they they weren't ragtag, but their hustle was ragtag. Yeah, you know and when what you I mean? compare like, them, they just worked. They outworked all the other teams. Like they're down two nothing against Milwaukee. They're like, no, nah, yeah. And you, you know what? Something that honestly gives me chills is when when Toronto was down two nothing, and um, a rep- they're in Milwaukee playing the Bucks, and a reporter asks Kawhi, oh, yeah. like, where, where do you go from here, Kawhi? You're down 2 nothing against, like, the powerhouse Bucks." you know? That's what he was implying. And his literal question was, 
where do you go from here? And Kawhi looks at him, scratches his face a little bit, and goes uh, back to Toronto for game three. The Raps win the next four fucking games. Yeah. Like, That's I, all I, he needed to say. Is like... it's, it was such an unbelievable run. And uh, now, obviously, Danny Green left, Kawhi left. Maybe that's a discussion for another time. But, yeah. but um, these it's, it's, Raptors it's really, man, magical run. It was, yeah, it was so special. It was so yeah. cool to see the whole country get so into yeah. it. Yeah, and, and the parade had 2 million people. Uh, I was in some Toronto estimates. the day before of the parade. Yeah. I was so close to that's seeing That's 5% it. of the Canadian population yeah. there. Like, And I also saw a stat that almost half of the country at one point or another was watching game six. And you know what the crazy part is, is like, uh, for, for me and everybody there watching on Peel, it's one screen and let's say two, 3,000 people watching. Yeah. So I don't know if that gets counted in their estimates or whatever. I don't knows. know. But uh, yeah, dude, honestly, this Raptors run, I'll never forget it. Never those forget t-shirts, that. amazingly comfortable. Never forget those t-shirts. Let me tell you something about those t-shirts. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just an amazing run. And just the fact that, yeah, it was a team that was put together so well by Masai Ujiri. And, and it, the Yo, fact that, that guy's got balls. Dude. My God, dude! I mean, and the fact that it's he like, needs a fucking wheelbarrow to walk around. <laughs> and the fact that it was like nobody—the whole narrative is always nobody wants to come to Toronto. And yeah. Kawhi, would he come? Would he report to camp? Would he stay? Whatever. Not only did he did he come, but he he only played fifty nine games in the regular season. Yeah. But he ends up winning Playoff MVP. The Raptors have. He's arguably the best player in the world in basketball right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and honestly, this whole season from start to finish, what a what a ride yeah it's been, been a lot of fun an amazing finish and uh next year might not be the same but i'm i think i'll be one of those guys i'm not hopping off the bandwagon like no man i want to like i want to make sure that that's why i want to get like cable again yeah so i can actually be a little more uh consistent with my viewing habits of yeah. you know nhl and yeah. stuff like that yeah well it, it was a great conclusion to the season and i think this was a great conclusion to the podcast yeah what a good segue there nice. all right so um, let's get to uh the plugs the, the last, last minute, minute to play. play yeah all right so guys we're on spotify apple please follow leave us a five-star rating leave, leave a review yeah tell us we uh i like your hair today tell us anything yeah. it uh, goes a long way i like that uh, check us out on SoundCloud. We're on soundcloud.com slash pucking around pod. And you can find us um, at pucking around pod on Instagram, tuned in, and fa- tune in. I, I always say tuned in, tuned in every, single every single time. You can find us on Instagram, tune in, and Facebook at pucking around pod. Yeah. And then you, if you want to tweet at us uh, or if you want to see, see our Twitter, whatever, uh, you can find us at pucking around MTL. There's no G in pucking, just pucking. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our partners over at Stadium Scene, they have a whole bunch of great content for sports and traveling enthusiasts. So, sites is full of blogs and podcasts about sports that you guys might like. So, uh, why not check it out? Yeah, check them out. You know what? We should have uh, insider our insider on the podcast uh, next time. It'll be literally the dead of summer and nothing going on, yeah. but we should have them on. Just yeah, like, well, uh, uh, like we said, we'll, we'll, we'll have uh, like a Game of Thrones podcast. We'll have uh, the Ottawa <laughs> Senators podcast. We'll have the, the 80s rap podcast so, yeah, yeah just wormhole after wormhole exactly after wormhole. so guys we do have some stuff uh coming up so uh please d- you know we're, we're, we're still going to be here in the off season yeah okay yeah, same, be- same hockey time same hockey channel and before you know it, it's going to be uh season preview time and uh yeah, we'll it's going to be it's gonna be, yeah it's going to be yeah, real fast. quick it's going to be yeah. real quick yeah. well again i think that's it for today yeah uh I, I mean i have one more thing to say do you yeah i do okay, um uh, those t-shirts no, uh, keep your sticks on the ice, guys. Oh, keep breading. I think we keep switching our. Uh, yeah, we're switching around, we're but switching. I'm okay with it. Yeah, but you know what? Those T-shirts. Can you hook me up? Yeah, I'm, I'll give you the French one. Bowie. <laughs> <Bang laughs> <Saint-Lunanor. laughs>